Social Media Serenity Podcast, episode number 70. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And... I'm Chris Biting. What am I doing on this show? What are you doing on this show? I know what you're doing. You're filling in for Eric Fisher, who is on a social media fast for two weeks. I forgot about... Yeah, I I went on one for a handful of days. A handful of days. How'd that work out for you? I'm back. He's back. I went on a social media fast because I was certain I was getting a Google CR48. And uh, thus far, Google has cyber-dissed me. In my Cyber-dist. attempts to get the fabled, magical, free black helicopter laptop. What is the magical, free black helicopter <laughs> laptop? <laughs> okay, Google uh, Chrome OS. Yes, you know, made by Google. Basically, what it is, you turn on a computer and a and a Google a Google, a Google a Google Chrome. Google Chrome is actually kind of hard to say. They should just call it Google. A Google Chrome browser pops up, and that's pretty much how you operate. Okay. It's all sandboxed and everything. Well, to, to make sure that they're heading in the right direction, they have 60,000 unmarked bl- unmarked black laptops. 60,000? 60, 60,000. Wow. That they're sending out randomly to people. Still sending out? Oh, yeah. They've only sent out like 13,000 of them. Oh, nice. Maybe they're sending one to gspn.tv world headquarters. You had to apply by the 21st. Oh, didn't do that. Maybe not. <laughs> And uh, they're not telling people if they're getting one. They're not providing people with tracking numbers. They just show up on your doorstep. So every day I know, and it's coming via UPS, and I know that every day around 1230, UPS is around in my neighborhood. Okay? So so I'm working, and every time I hear, I stand up and see if it's a UPS truck. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Not yet. So now, the other day, UPS truck comes down my drive or comes down the road, drives past slowly though. And I'm thinking, ooh, he's looking for an address. Goes past my house, okay? Yeah. And I'm like, ah! He stops. He turns around. He drives past my house again. Oh, so you and go stops out in front down. of my house, and I'm like. You know, I'm like, you know, singing Ode to Joy, you know, passes my house, Ah, uh, backs up again. Oh, no. Ripping your heart out of your chest. And drops off something across the street. Oh, man. It was awful. Dude, and, that guy should be fired. And every day my wife hears about my, my hope beyond hope that one of these magical la- low powered free laptops will come to my house. <laughs> low powered free laptops. And there's apparently a, a website that's track it that will give you tracking information. Yeah. I don't trust it because my zip code's not on there. And oh, two two people. Man. Here's what's funny. Yeah. Two, there were two laptops that were supposed to be delivered to my zip code, 45231. Yeah. Which if you know my area, I'm shocked that there's that many. Uh and one was going to be delivered the same day my Apple TV was was coming. Uh-huh. And I said, I am not gonna tweet until that laptop is in my hand. Thinking in my mind, certainly this is going to be my laptop. It's oh, in my man. zip code. I'm getting my delivery from Apple TV. It's going to be a good day, right? Yep. Truck comes up, 
pulls up. I'm like, dun, 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 I'm getting my laptop. Dee, 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 dee. He only has my Apple TV. Ah, I was crushed. So yeah, so I am. It's driving me insane. That is crazy. If Google would just tell people yay or nay, I'd be fine. The fact that they're not letting anybody know and it's kind of like a surprise driving me nuts and getting people like you to talk about it on podcasts. Yes. Which is and my exactly buddy, what they want. And my buddy, Brian uh, and uh, my buddy, Brian and my buddy, Mike uh, have all applied to get one in the hopes that they get it before me because they know it'll drive me crazy. So Brian made a fake confirmation email and gave it to my buddy, Mike just to mess with me. And all of a sudden Mike posts, it's here and he's got all these pictures of like the laptop and the box and yeah he he faked it and that is i great. lost my mind when oh, i saw that he had it and i didn't that is so and, funny and i said i told my wife and i was dead serious i'm like mike gets everything you know he had the ipad first he had uh he's got the 11 inch macbook pro or macbook air he's got a jeep you know he's got all this cool stuff and so i was just kind of upset Mikey likes it. Okay. Anyway, I am. Uh, I'll tell you what. We'll give out Chris's address and everybody who has an old black laptop. <laughs> let's all send it all. Let's send them all to Chris. Uh, and if any of the GSPN community has a CR48 laptop, I'm coming to your house and taking it. <laughs> I imagine people won't be telling us. My wife said, I thought he was going to cry. <laughs> I almost was. So every day, even though I don't maybe say it out loud, uh, I still hope I'm going to get one. You believe in a Google Santa Claus. I'm like, I'm that like, is so funny. I'm like the kid that saved his Kool-Aid points and then mailed to get the Walkman. And it says, you know, four to six weeks. And every day after I said it, I checked the mailbox. It sounds like a reality in your uh, history there. Yeah, it's happened. Yeah. Hey, I love my Google or my, uh, my Google. I love my Google Walkman. I love my Kool-Aid Walkman. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's talk about some social media serenity kind of things here. Um, the first thing I have on my notes, and I, I know you and I are working from two different notes this week. We'll, we'll, we'll rectify that next week. But uh, hey, um, Facebook messaging was made available for me. I, have you gotten an invitation to that? No, I have not. Okay, well, I, I turned it on and... Uh, Explain to me and everybody else what Facebook messaging is. Well, it's a little bit more complicated uh, than than an easy explanation, and it's not something that I'm all that excited about, but... <laughs> uh, but you but, turned it on. But I turned it on because, you know, I wanted to report on, you know, my thoughts. Here's the deal. It, it, before, you had Facebook messages, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And and you would go in and, and it would just be, you know, you can only share pe- messages back and forth with people and uh, that you were connected to. Well, oh, now you have Facebook email. Thing. This is Facebook email. So basically, I, I'm not even going to tell people what my email address is because for Facebook, my email address is cliff at ravenscraft.org if you want to email me. Uh, but anyway, what this is allows people to do is they can now email you at your Facebook thing and it'll send all your messages to Facebook. But you can also do SMS messages and you can actually get an email and you can have it send it to your SMS and you can reply to that message uh. via SMS and it sends it back to their email. And um, if there's anything that's good that has come out of this is I do have it. I Before I had it send me a notification. If somebody sent me a Facebook message prior to this. Right it would send me a notification that I have received a message on Facebook, which I then had to go to Facebook, look at that message, and respond there. You know what? That's annoying. But with the new messages, I do like this. I can actually read the message 
in my inbox in Google, and then I can hit reply and send my message back via email, and guess what? It sends it through my Facebook back to that person. You know what? It should do that anyway, because let's say you make a post and someone comments about it. You can do that right now in Facebook comments on your wall post. Um, and it's, it's always, I've always wondered why I couldn't do that with messages. And I, if that's, if that's the trade off, that's awesome because I hate going into Facebook if I don't have to. Yeah. The other thing it tries to do is it, it incorporates chat into it as well. Of course, I've always turned off Facebook chat. I've, I've, ne- I, you know, I don't want to instant message via Facebook with, you know, all the people. So I, I, it's something that's not interesting, but what it does is it incorporates SMS chat and email all into one product called messages Mm -hmm. and and it kind of keeps it all together it's like just this one ongoing thing and of course you know me i just want to be i just want to be able to archive everything so i can maintain my inbox zero yeah well here's here's the thing um facebook is kind of like aol for the new generation yeah And, and let me let me kind of explain that a little bit all right uh when aol first came out it was the internet more or less for a lot of people Okay. Before you could even really get on the internets, you know, like let's say the late 80s, early, early 90s, you know, you did your messaging, you did your chat, you did your shopping, air quotes, you did, you know, you searched information and everything through AOL. Facebook for a lot of people, a lot of kids, um, I, I we had some interns when I worked at Share This that Facebook was their internet. When they sent email, it was messages through Facebook. When they right. talked to people, it was through Facebook. When they shared links and videos, it was through Facebook. Right. Facebook for a lot of people is the web for them. Yeah, the only thing is is they don't have that disk that's sent in the mail that says, here, click this in, and it's only, you know, you get so many hours included for free, and then you have to pay by the minute. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, yeah. Pay per minute internets. I remember AOL. (sighs) You know what? I I, I remember those days, dude. You have to watch the clock. Listen, I had AOL version 1.0 monochrome monitor. Wow. Yes. And it, and I'll tell you what, I loved it. I was, because that was a step up from what I was using, which was BBSs. I used, um, I, I still was on BBSs and I, I had a FidoNet account and I, I could actually pop mail through that. Uh-huh. Uh, so I actually had internet mail uh, through Fido and um, yeah. And then I got, uh, when I went to college, I got, you know, I got Pine, a, Pine, Pine and Lynx. Yeah. Uh, on the Vax system, yeah. My my big internet thing though is when I, you know, for a lot of people was and, and mine was the same way. It was through AOL or CompuServe or Prodigy. Um, yeah, it's just funny how things have changed. Yeah. Well, anyway, Facebook messaging. I want to say it's a step up. It is a step above where they were before. I'm actually kind of happy with the fact that it actually does break down. There's messages which are messages that of people you're connected to. And then there are messages called other, which um, I can't remember what puts something in other messages. Oh, it's where you're getting emails from events. I hate emails from events. I don't so, mind events particularly, but I don't want messages from it. Well, the thing is, is, is I'm invited to so many events. And of course, unless you go and remove the event. Awesome. Well, I don't know about that, but it's just... Like I see, you know, Christmas CD special, buy one, get one free, yeah. RSS graffiti, and that's new the single thing. release from my next EP, Finding Christmas. If you decline an event in Facebook, uh-huh. you're still like attached to it. Well, that's why, that's why I said you have to go in and you have to remove the stupid thing. It should say, okay, decline. Do you want to remove it? Yes. Yeah. There should be a decline and a decline and remove. 
Just it's just one button that yeah, does exactly. it all. Come on, Zuck. Come on, Sugar Mountains. Exactly. That's what Zuckerberg means. Anyway, or there's you know what there should be. There should be a setting that says I never want to receive a message from an event unless I've said yes or maybe. Send me the send me the invitation, but unless I click yes or maybe, I want nothing from them. They are dead to me. Here's the thing. I need the dead to me <laughs> option. <laughs> I use Facebook, but I hate being on it. <laughs> I'm on it because everybody else is. I don't want to participate. Yeah. No, actually, if my wife posts pictures of pretty puppies, I, I have to respond. Yeah. But, um, you know, my, those are my first reactions is actually I do like it. Um, there is it. it there is, uh, I think, what they call an archive feature now. So I, I guess, I, you know, somehow I'm able to go back into the arc. Oh, you know what? I do hate to say that I really yes, do like Facebook view, Connect. Check this out. They do have you unread, archived, junk. I didn't know they had a junk box. Man, dude, how do you mark one as junk? <laughs> I so need it. I know. I so need to find out how to put all this stuff in junk. But uh, but yeah, no, Facebook messages. It is it is it is more like email. And I actually like it a lot better than what we had before. Yeah. So those those are my first reactions to Facebook messages. You know what's funny? Um, I don't know if you guys talked about the whole Gawker thing last week when everybody's accounts got hacked on Gawk on the Gawker network. I think we mentioned it on Business Tech Weekly, but go ahead. What do you got to say? Well, just kind of talking about Facebook. The only people who were safe from that Gawker attack uh-huh. were those who used Facebook Connect to, to sign on. And that's because really? the, the connection on Facebook Connect, I guess, is encrypted or, or something. So yeah, I. I was really kind of down on Facebook Connect at first, especially when I was at Share This, just because that's what we were trying to do. And uh, the more I use it, the more I like it. Like um, Ah, pretty much everybody. (laughs) Thumbs up. Uh, Pretty much everybody who's signed into this chat room right now, I'd be willing to bet is using Facebook Connect to do that. A majority of the people. There are some people who are so anti Facebook and Facebook Connect that they they actually chose one of the other two options to sign in discuss or, or whatever. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things that I, I consider it um, a convenience. I don't know. I, you know, I'm one of those people that I don't do things on the interwebs unless it's in an incognito tab. Um, I don't do things on the internet that um, I don't mind anybody else kind of data mining to be quite honest with you. <laughs> right. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Alrighty, so um, big, I live in public. I know a big thing that you want to talk about today is um, net neutrality, Chris. Since since you are so much more up to date with net tr- neutrality <laughs> than I am, I'm going to allow you to explain to me what on earth just got passed. Okay, the uh, basic news is the FCC approved net neutrality rules. And those rules give the commission the authority to step into disputes on how Internet service providers are managing their networks. Or initiate their own investigations if they think ISPs are violating its rules. Um, the FCC hasn't actually released the full text of its net neutrality rules yet. Republican commissioners voted against the plan yesterday, of course, and Democrats voted for it, of course. Uh, there's a couple of reasons why no one is happy about this right now. And um, I'm going to talk about why, why the people who approved it, the Democrats, let's say, aren't happy. And the reason is it's not enforceable enough. Um, it doesn't cover wireless for one. Uh, so, you know, the things like your, you know, your cell phone, uh, that internet, things like clear wire, stuff like that don't have to play by the rules that are being, uh, 
well, in, in what, place here. What are the rules? Do you know? Sure, there's t- a couple tell things. What, sure. Tell me what net neutrality is all about. It in, breaks in it down nutshell. into three high-level rules. Transparency, no blocking, and no unreasonable discrimination. Okay. Uh, transparency. Does your ISP slow down at peak network times? Does it have a usage cap, roaming fees, things like that? Uh, transparency requirement basically requires broadband providers fixed and wireless. Well, this is the only thing the wireless can't get out of. Okay. So uh, if they have a five gig limit, they can't, you know, they have to say that even though they advertise unlimited. Exactly. They have to be more transparent about their activities. Are, are they throttling? Will they throttle BitTorrent traffic per se? You know, or legitimate or voice or, over IP traffic. Exactly. Uh, they need to be more upfront about how they manage their networks or how well or poorly their networks perform as well as details about their plans and pricing. Most ISPs would argue they do this already, but uh, you know we I've ran into issues where they don't or aren't that transparent about the things. Right. The next thing is no blocking. Uh, this kind of what started the whole the whole thing in 2007 when Comcast was accused of blocking access to P2P networks like BitTorrent uh, because people using BitTorrent on Comcast network were slowing down the experience for everyone else. Right. I don't have a problem with managing the quality of service of your network. That's yeah. just a little thing I want to say real quick. Yeah, but turning uh, off but a legitimate he, here's service the thing. that you're paying to access. Here's the thing. Comcast denied cutting off access completely, but it did uh, say it did delay access to P2P, P2P sites during peak times. Under the new FCC rules, an ISP would not be able to pick and choose apps or services to block in order to improve network performance. Uh, a, a wired ISP. Right, exactly. Your ISP would not be able to block access to Netflix streaming service, for example, or Xbox Live just because a select few people were clogging the system. Okay, so so again, basically with the new rule, which has been passed, right? Uh, well, it's it's working its way through. Okay, so it's it's not necessarily passed. Okay, I think, so, I think the president has to sign off on it. So. Okay, so here's the deal. So with with this new law, from what I'm understanding, and of course Netflix being the biggest thing from you know that I can think of right now. At this very moment in time. So Netflix streaming, if I have cable or DSL internet provider in my home, they cannot intentionally slow down or block my Netflix streaming movies. Here's yeah, and here's the scenario that we're trying to avoid. And this is this is kind of the whole reason behind this. And and you know, the one side's gonna say it's stifling innovation, and the other side's like, We need this. So anyway, here here here's a scenario, Cliff, okay? All right. How many service providers do you have right now for internet in your area? Well, in my house, one, two, three, four in this very studio. No, no, no. All, all no. accessible right now. Right. I mean, when you, when you, when you go to buy internet, uh-huh. broadband service, how many choices do you have? Four right now. Okay. Which ones are they? Uh, there is Insight Cable. Okay. There is Cincinnati Bell DSL. Okay. I have the Virgin Mobile Wireless. Okay. And I have AT and T wireless. Okay, let's say you have. I guess there's a Verizon wireless as an option as well. Okay, let's say. You, and it, there's also Dish Network, uh, HughesNet, which is very slow. Okay, on all the wireless ones, you are against the terms of service if you if you use a certain amount of data, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so basically, with wireless, there are some consequences to streaming Netflix. Okay. Uh, let's say you have. Netflix on and let, let, and for me, you know, for home broadband, I have Cincinnati Bell and Time Warner Cable. Yes. And Insight and Time Warner Cable make a lot of money on pay-per-view movies. Yes, they do. Okay. They could in theory 
block or provide less than optimal service if you want to say buy an iTunes movie or if you want to use Netflix. Right. Because it directly competes with the services that they offer or block Skype if you're like Cincinnati Bell or or any of these phone companies or you know cable companies because they offer those services too. Basically what net neutrality is 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 saying you can't discriminate between bits, bits are of, bits. Right. Just because I let's say I decided to get Time Warner Cable, but not get the cable service, just get their internet. They cannot discriminate against me for using that internet connection to watch TV content. Right. Either Netflix, iTunes, Hulu, any of that kind of stuff. Right. And it's been shown that these companies have been doing that. Right. And that's what net neutrality is going to do. Um, it's not going to stifle innovation. Really what we need to do is people need to be able to have a lot more than one or two choices, good choices for broadband internet. And and that's where I was wanting to talk real quick about uh, something that Steve Wozniak said. Steve Wozniak, as you know, co-founder of Apple. We were going to talk about this in the last show and I decided to hold off. Uh-huh. Um, he, he wrote a, a letter to the FCC to keep the internet free. And what he said, he said, I've owned four homes in my life. None of these have had cable TV even though one was in a new development where the law required cable. None of these had DSL, including my current home, which is only 0.8 miles up a hill from where the populous and consistent homes in the town he lives in. I pay for a T1 line, which, is, which costs many times what DSL runs for, for about one-tenth the bandwidth. That's as close as I can come to bandwidth where I live. The local phone providers don't provide any obligation to serve their phone customers with DSL. They also have no requirement to service everyone living in the geographical area for which they have a monopoly. And that that's the issue is when cable and the phone companies and all this stuff were institutionalized, they, the townships uh, that these places ran in were given exclusive monopolies. That's why you can only get insight. You can't get Comcast. You can't get time Warner. There's a monopoly and if those those are but, it, but didn't govern didn't government regulations give them the monopoly? monopoly? Exactly, and so government regulations to then control and and make that you know the situations better as a consequence of more government. I, I just say you know get rid of the monopolies and let anybody come in and have a free company that you can start up. And a lot of the problems and I, is, though, you know, is Cliff Ravenscraft Fiber Wireless coming to your area. The problem is fiber connection is that those poles are owned by. Cincinnati Bell. Well, you know what? If, you know what? Get rid of the monopoly, and by golly, I'll I'll put some poles up. Good luck. I'll go bury some wires. <laughs> the reality is, though, <laughs> is that is that we we need some kind of just saying the bits are bits. You know, that's fine. I and, get that. And the the third kind of temple is this: is no unreasonable discrimination. <laughs> The term being thrown around this week is network management, which basically governs how ISPs like Comcast or Time Warner run their operations. This is kind of the only thing I kind of have a, an issue with, I, with it, an issue with is I don't think the government needs to tell them how to manage their networks. I just want them to not discriminate what bits are bits. Blocking Netflix well, or BitTorrent can be because it competes with your own service or eats up bandwidth is bad. I I am anti regulation altogether. Here's I, here's, here's the, thing. the thing. I I'm I don't want them to discriminate bits to bits and stuff like that. But you know what? By golly, if if Insight Cable wants to discriminate against my bits and all of a sudden I can't you know can't do the things that I want to do 
with my internet connectivity, then by golly, I want that to become public knowledge by me figuring this out and all of us banding together. And we, by by golly, everybody gets together and we we sh- we quit. He- we quit using their service. We find somebody else. We do something. That's else the about problem, it. though. Is there is a lack of choice, and the the companies are kind of too. It's really the the worms are out of the can. The, the companies are too far along now for a smaller company to come in and, and have any chance of competing. They would just get crushed by the phone company or crushed by the cable yeah. company. I, I I totally get where you're coming from, but I, I think I think that. Uh, I think if there was any regulation, I think if there were any kind of governmental action that I would say is I would want some governmental action that would take away the the monopolies that that keep us from having more choices. I don't think that building more government program and regulation on top of old regulations that's led us to this problem is is the answer. Well, yeah, and we're operating. On, I don't want the on, government on, telling me how to run my business. <laughs> we're running an, uh, on, and they already do that pretty much uh anyway so here's the thing is that you know what the internet has almost become a utility yeah and the problem is is that the u.s is like 23rd right now as far as bandwidth and price everybody else's bandwidth has gone up everybody every country you know you could argue that the united states is giant but anyway um the price has gone down their bandwidth has gone up our bandwidth has gone down and our price has gone up the speeds yeah, well, here let me ask the you the fact that I I pay forty dollars a month for six megabits uh-huh. up or down, and seven hundred and sixty kilobits up is wrong. Chris, let me ask you something. You have a talent for creating videos, don't you? I do. All right, so so you have this talent for creating videos, and you've you've started up your own kind of business. When you got laid off, you you started your own business around creating videos, right? Yes, it's been quite profitable for you to create that business, right? Yep. No, no government regulation really out there to stifle your ability to create videos. The for difference your is, Cliff, I'm not the only guy making videos. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen to me. This is what I want to share with you, though, and and this is just the principle of the matter. Okay. The thing is, is you can come to my house and create a video for me, right? You should sure. come here in my studio. You can take video of me here on on my premises. Well, I want to tell you there there's a there's a family member of mine. I just went to a Christmas party. And, and, you know, here I am with my entrepreneurial mindset and, and I'm sitting there talking to her about what I do. And she goes, man, I wish I could do something different. I'm sick and tired of just sitting or standing on my feet all day and making eight bucks an hour cutting people's hair. And I love to cut people's hair, but man, I just can't, this is just ridiculous. And, you know, she, she feels like she's stuck, you know, working at great clips, you know, and, and, and she, she has no other options. She spent years and I'm literally, I'm talking years. She spent years to to get all the licenses, all the training, everything she needs. And you know what? She is not allowed to create her own business where she actually will come to your house or to your office to cut your hair because the government rules and regulations will not allow her to do that. Now, you know what? You you take away the government rules, the government regulations around your licensing and and where you can and cannot cut people's hair. You give her a pair of scissors and 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 a, a you know some clippers and and she prints up some business cards and she does some clever marketing and 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 she says, "You know what? I'll come to your place of employment and I'll cut people's hairs. We'll do groups, you know, special days where, you know, I'll give everybody a huge discount all day long and she make tons of money." doing a boutique, you know, I'll come to you service for cutting your hair. Mm-hmm. She can't do it. 
against the law. She can only work at a salon. Uh, she can only work at a Great Clips, or she can only work out of her home if she meets the requirements of a billion regulations yeah. that that would cost her more money than she can afford. Believe me, I, I am all for. I hate regulation. I'm all for competition. Yes. If if I if I had a choice of, and this kind of was what happened when DSL first kind of blew up. The phone companies were like, "We're not letting anybody into our central offices. We own the wires. We own the poles." They're ours. We're not letting anybody else in. And, and you know, the government stepped in and said, no, you have to let other competition in. And there, there was things like there was um, Broadview, which got bought up by Cincinnati Bell. There was um, Rhythms, uh, which went out of business. There was a bunch of other ones, Igloo, which stopped doing it. So there, there was competition, but they got gobbled up or squished because they didn't have the money to operate, you know, the the phone companies and this were operating those things way below what they wanted to charge. And I think that I think they tried before it was their time. You know, the, when DSL came out and Igloo and all those, I'll be honest with you, most people didn't understand what the, you know, what we need all yeah. this high speed bandwidth stuff was for. Believe me, I want bits but to be you, bits, but here, I, I, the I want a choice to go where I want. Here's the thing. You have more than 1 million people this year so far. That's bought this brand new Apple TV device to stream their Netflix. And their their iTunes movies and all this stuff, you know. The thing is, is is you've got the Roku box, you got the Boxy box, you've got all these internet enabled televisions, yep. you got all this other junk that's coming into our homes that is going to start requiring tons of bandwidth. And it, let's just say we forget the no- neutrality. Let's for, forget the 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 legislation by the government telling people how to run their businesses. And all of a sudden, what does that do? We, yeah, we get our DSL or our cable internet company and they start blocking this stuff and our crap that we buy doesn't work. And we as consumers revolt and we demand change. Where are you going to go though? By golly. See, see, the thing is, is the thing that that we as consumers can't do anything without the government makes me sick. I'm not saying that we do that. That is the case. I'm just saying if Cincinnati Bell and Time Warner decide to do that, I am screwed. I'm uh, screwed. You're not screwed. Well, temporarily you're screwed, but then, but you're right. But you're not screwed alone, Chris. Before you were screwed alone because you were an early adopter. Now it's mainstream and the whole world is screwed. And guess what? When the world is screwed, then we all do something about it. <sighs> Chilean miners. Hello. You ever heard of those people? Chilean they were, miners? they were, yeah, yeah, they were screwed. I, I have no idea who these people are. Luckily, but all of a sudden, everybody in, in the world knows about Chilean miners. You know, BP oil spill, you know, have there ever I'm been just, oil? I mean, I'm just saying people, if people get excited and they say, you know what, Bob, we, by golly, we got to do something about this particular thing because this is a Bob's Internet now. is not going to come in. I don't and the, the, the way the current things are. If both if if there's collusion where these guys all get together and say, you know, we're not going to, you know, we're going to charge you extra if you want to use Netflix. We're going to we're gonna say we're going to say the special Netflix Internet package. That's what's going to happen, dude. You're going to have like the special gaming package where they give you better quality of service for, you know, <laughs> gaming or, or watching TV over the Internet. I don't want that. I just want Internet. That's the problem. The Comcast, Cincinnati Bell, all these places are, are, are I, they want to sell you these little bundles and add on packages and spiffs. Just give me dumb pipes. If someone comes in and does that and says, look, we're not going to discriminate against your bits. You're going to get what you pay for. And uh, we're $80 a month. You got my business. I'll pay more if I can guarantee it's pure bits, nothing else, free and clear. I'm in. Yeah. It's not going to happen, though. 
I guarantee you it's not going to happen. I, I think that I think I, I, I've seen some of that. And, and so, I mean, I, I'm, pretty, I hope so. I hope you're right. I really, really do. I, I think that there's, I think there's enough competition. I, I mean, gosh, I got neighbors, you know, in, or friends over in Campbell County has got fiber now. And I mean, there, there's, there's more and more stuff coming. But the thing is, is I, I think again, the, the real problem is that the, you know, you have these, you know, monopolies, and I think that's the real problem. I, I think it all started out with a, with regulations and government, and I think that that's where the problem started. Uh, yeah. But at you know the what's going to happen? They're going to say, but the thing, oh, you it, want you want Facebook? It's an extra five dollars a month. Yeah, I know, I know that. that well, see, that's the thing, and and you know, I think people will revolt against against those kind of things. Um, I think, you know, ultimately you do that, you break the internet and the internet no longer functions. And, and I think people would revolt. I, I think you'd have a, a BP oil spill kind of thing. It's like, well, here's the thing. People are talking about, you know, the internet access should be a basic human right or something. I've heard people say stuff like that. And you know what? I, I agree. It's, it is, it's pretty much that important now. And the thing is, is I think we can't just go without it. And I don't think that you can just, you know, segment it and, 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 and do all of that. I don't think that that's the direction the, this is all headed. For me, and I'm sure I'm not alone when I, feel, when I say this, the internet is the single most important technological advance we've had in the past 100 years. Yeah. I don't want it screwed up over money. Right. And I just don't want it screwed up over government regulation that only applies to the monopolies and doesn't apply to the wireless carriers who are the only people who can literally change the world and give us internet everywhere. And here's the thing. <laughs> I mean, it's like, so, so yeah, government regulation. Oh, great. It's come to save the day, but it's only going to regulate the people who actually have the pipes under the ground or the wires throughout the city. So that means, so, so the people who can bring in new service are no, aren't governed by this. And so the exactly see what that means. Oh, you want Facebook on your wireless phone? You have to buy the Facebook package. And you know what? You're locked. You're locked into a two-year contract. You want SMS messages? You have to pay thirty dollars for for per month for the family. Yeah. I, dude, I'm dealing with that. But but you know what? The thing is, though, is before there was no family plan. Family plan for thirty dollars a month. There was no unlimited SMS, and and it, it it is a crime. But I don't want the government to tell me to tell my cell phone carrier that they have to give me text messages for free in my data plan. I want there to be competition in the wireless space to where a cricket can come in and say, listen, 50 bucks a month, unlimited everything. There you go. Yeah. Government didn't have to bring cricket into the picture. Do you know cricket came into the picture. Do you know what's funny about text messages? What? They actually write on the voice channel. It doesn't matter to me. It, it's, I'm just telling you. <laughs> but, but still, what I'm saying, though, is, is Cricket came in and says, you know what? We're not charging you for that crap. 50 bucks a month, flat, boom, you're covered. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, if, if someone did come in, let's say Comcast and Time Warner, they decided to go with these tiers, and someone was slick, let's say um, your phone provider did come in and say, hey, you know what? We don't do this. They would get everybody's business. So I yeah. can see them doing it. It's just I wish there was more competition. I really, really do. I'll tell you what. It's funny. The guys from Insight are knocking on my door like once every other, you know, every other week. They knock on my door. It's like, listen, dude, we we want to bump you up to our, you know, our twenty, you know, whatever twenty plan. But you know, the it's like, dude, I don't need more than ten megabits per second. Yeah, my, I'm perfectly fine with my ten meg per second. There's nothing wrong with that, dude. Get out of here seriously yeah it's like oh seriously you don't need more i'm like no it's like but you know what you could do if you had more i'm like 
do you know what I could do? You know, and of course I don't tell them, but do you know what I could potentially do with the internet for my business right now with the, with the 10 megs I have already? (laughs) Yes, I know what I could do with your 20 megs and I don't need to do it. It'll be real interesting to see, to see what happens. Um, I'm just, all all I know is, is other countries have, have similar net neutrality things. And it hasn't stifled innovation or creation. So. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, is, is you know, as far as I'm concerned, the, the passing a law isn't the end all be all of anything. Any law, oh, no, no. any and law that's passed can be repealed. If it, and if it, the first time- if it stifles and breaks the Internet, guess what? All it takes is, an, you know, it's going to break the Internet for a couple months or if not for a couple of years. And we fix it with a new law and blah, 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 and, blah, blah. And the first time this is challenged, it's going to go to court regardless. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I really, really hope that uh, they're not going to do the right thing. Big, big, the, the companies aren't. But anyway, I, I really hope that my Internet's is still um, allowed me to do whatever I want. So far, because I need to be serene shut off here. You know, as long as long as I can download my podcasts, as long as I can stream my Netflix and as long as I can stream out my Ustream and and I can connect to my social media networks, you know, I'm all good. Yeah, I'm good with or without a law. I don't care. I, but the thing is, is I just hate laws that, that government it's, govern only wired carrier. All these. I mean, wireless is where everything's going. Yeah. Yeah. Thing, and that's thing with wireless, the, though, and is, that's not even covered. Yeah, yeah. And the thing with wireless is that um, it's not ideal for certain things. Yeah. Well, the, well, the thing is, is wire, wireless is actually going to be. I think. I, I think we'll get to the point eventually where you could have a wireless connection that's faster than any wired connection we have here today. Yeah. Well, you know, you know it, it's it's going to take a couple of years, but we'll get there. We'll see. Hopefully, and of course, you know, will that be, you know, it, it, you know, in matter of fact, and I and, and I hope that you know there won't be legislation that that governs that wireless and and yeah, for a while, people are going to take, you know, companies are going to take advantage of that, and they'll say, yeah, you want the face, you want to be able to access your Facebook account, that is five dollars a month. Well, you know what? There, there's more competition in the wireless phone space and wireless data space than there is in the wired internet connection space. And I think competition will win the day. Yeah, I, I, I hope so. That's my feeling. So, okay. Know. I'm off my soapbox. I'm, I'm, awesome. I'm calming down. Very cool. Spirited okay. debate. Hey, back to a couple other things here. Um, the uh, one thing I noticed is that this week, Facebook redesigned their newsfeed. Um, the, some options. Did you see this? Uh, they got some new filtering under that. Yeah, some new filtering. Um, and to be honest with you, I'm not all that excited about it. If you go to Facebook, uh, just to your main page, you you have your 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 top news is one option, and then they have most recent. Well, now if you go to most recent, you have a little drop down box. Now there is one cool thing I like about this. Now I don't know about you, Chris, but there are sometimes where you know I would like to see. You know, I I like seeing people's photos. So now in most recent, if you click that, you can do a drop down and you can do most recent photos. And so it's only going to show you photos that people are uploading. Here's the thing, though. Um, the one thing that's missing is there is no filter for videos. And videos is really the number one thing that I'm most interested in. I know when I post a music video of uh, an obscure 80s song, dang it, I wanted people to be able to filter by it. Yep. And here's the other thing is they also allow, and of course you could do this before, but now it's in this drop down. You can filter between your groups. I don't know if you have groups set up, but I, I have don't. like a group for church friends and I have a group for family and a group for fellow podcasters and stuff like that. So I can just see what's going on with current, current groups of people. 
what's weird is they it, it's like an all or nothing so so i can't do choose the group you know uh church friends and just see the photos that church friends are doing you can no i can't oh that's a bummer. and that's what i'm saying it's like it's like listen it's like either you get everything from your church friends or you get just photos of i'm everybody. glad i don't have any church friends there you go i'm just kidding <laughs> So, but anyway, um, yeah, you know, I do like the, I mean, really the, the only thing is, is you can do sort by most recent status updates, uh, which will only give you status updates, only photos, only links or only page updates. So I don't know. Can I just have farm bill updates? (laughs) (laughs) I just want to know how much gold everybody's harvesting. Uh, Do people still play that? I, oh gosh, I I think so. I think so. You know, Zynga bought, uh, the words with friends people. Zynga bought what? The people that made words with friends. Yeah. Yeah, they bought them. The people who made the game word, words with friends bought Zynga. Zynga bought the, that company. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I was going to say Zynga's got Buku cash. I can't imagine them being bought. No. But no. So Zynga bought words with friends. See. Yes. Gotcha. All right. So uh, news feed filtering. What else do I have here? Um, Skype was down almost all day yesterday. Yeah. Tell me about this. Almost all day yesterday. Yeah, uh, there there was a lot of issues with the super nodes, and a lot of a lot of people are unsure how Skype works. Let me tell you, kids, Skype works a lot like Kazaa. Remember Kazaa? I do remember Kazaa and uh, Napster and all that stuff. It's peer to peer. Okay. When when you and I call each other for our award winning podcasts, yes, that data is actually routed through a bunch of other Skype users. Uh-huh. The network is shared between everybody. It's kind of like socialism. I'm just joking. It's more like communism. Um, the network is, is distributed across everybody. So you're handling, when your Skype is up, you're actually handling calls for other people. Okay. Your data is being used to facilitate calls and connections. Oh, so there are my certain- Skype open all day? So may- maybe the problem was yesterday everybody shut Skype down. <laughs> that's that's the problem that's nobody probably, had skype running yeah so it, the 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 super nodes and stuff weren't able to facilitate calls so a lot of people couldn't log into skype because of it uh i think the issue's been fixed now not you know I, i'm glad i came in because if we wouldn't have been able to connect to skype we would have been hosed yeah skype seems to be up here of course i haven't tried to connect anybody right but uh so I'm yeah able so, to do skype chat so businesses that were kind of rely that rely on skype for their business i don't know who, you know, I use Google Voice, <laughs> which is probably worse. Right. But, um, you know, they, they were kind of out of luck for most of the day yesterday. So, right. Yes. Keep in mind that Skype, Skype only works when everybody's using it. Is, so do they know why it went down, though? Is that? No, I don't think they do. And if they have, they haven't said. Aha. Uh-huh. So they don't know. All right, so I'm look, I'm just searching here. It's time a lot to, of people don't know Skype is controlled by, by the Illuminati. The Illuminati, Chris. <laughs> leave, leave it to Chris to bring our first politically heated debate to a GSPN.TV podcast. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's just, net neutrality is, is honestly one of the things I'm pretty passionate about. I can tell. Yeah. It was one of my deciding factors in the election this year. It really was. Was it? Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, folks, we thank you for tuning in to another episode of Social Media Serenity. And uh, next week, uh, Eric is still going to be on his media fast. And, and I'm, I'm back again. Actually, I think uh, Justin Lucas Savage. Fine, I'm not. You're not here next week. Good, I'm off. <laughs> Wait, I'll be on the Mac show. You'll, yes, help I got a Mac. 
If you want to hear Chris every single week, we talk about Mac and Apple related stuff. <laughs> I'm at- going to be on full time mom, too. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> there we go. Anyway, folks, thank you for uh, being a Plus member, and uh, Merry Christmas. Hey, you too. I will say Merry Christmas. There you go. Because I like Santa Claus. All right. He's real, everybody. Until next time, we encourage you to join the community. See ya.